0: For many of us, celebration generosity is a tradition. Community has celebrated 15 years of generosity, making an impact outside the walls of our church. Many of us have been here for all 15 of those years. But for those of us who are brand new and may not know the history, let me take you back a few years. It was right about this time 15 years ago that lots of individuals and businesses started feeling the first signs of a massive recession. And we felt that at Community for sure. I mean, six months into the year, our giving was not meeting our projections. Now, I didn't like thinking this way, but the questions came up nonetheless. Should we kind of back off the vision? Should we slow things down? Should we throttle back? So we decided to set aside a day of fasting and prayer to seek God's wisdom concerning our challenges. And when we regrouped, we asked the whole staff, so what do you think God's saying to us? Well, that question was met with a lot of silence. But finally someone did speak up and said, I know we're in a crisis and I know this won't make sense in our current economic climate, but I don't think God's calling us to shrink the vision. I think God's calling us to expand the vision. And I'll tell you, I was definitely not expecting to hear that. But as we prayed, we felt like God was not calling us to hold back, but to step forward in faith and take one weekend and to give away our entire offering to causes outside the walls of our church. And outside of faith, I mean, it just didn't make any sense. Well, we called it Celebration Generosity, and we gave away that week's offering to several teams doing incredible work to further the mission of Jesus. And that day, I mean, community showed up big. In the middle of a financial crisis, we gave away $250,000. It was our biggest offering ever. 15 years ago, we heard from God, give it all away. It was counterintuitive, but we've been pursuing generosity intentionally ever since and through Celebration Generosity, we now have given away over $7 million, which is absolutely amazing. Our intention is to find ways to best pursue generosity and challenge every single person who calls community their church home to give something. So remember, we want everyone to give one gift, one time.
1: Good morning, everyone. It is great to have you with us here on marathon, uh, Chicago Marathon Sunday and on Celebration Generosity. If you are confused, I know there are some new people here, welcome. Um, we are amazed that you slogged your way <laughs> through closed roads and traffic, although maybe You didn't want to run this morning, and maybe this was sort of the safe alternative for you. Uh, Some of our core people here didn't want to get up any earlier, so that's great. We're so glad to have you here. This is, as you're probably catching uh, from the video, a very special Sunday for us. This is a Sunday where we are joined with all our other churches across Chicagoland in gathering up a blessing offering to be able to pour out into some teams, some really uh, amazing teams and partnerships that we're going to be sharing more about with you this morning. Let me just cover a, a couple things really quick. If you're new to our church, our mission here at Community Christian Church Lincoln Park is to help people find their way back to God. If you're with us this morning, you are taking a step on a journey And we just want to partner with you. We want to connect with you. We want to support you, especially here in the city where it can be very difficult to lean into faith and to figure out how to follow Jesus. And so uh, one of the ways we'd love to connect is just by offering a QR code. It is okay for you to pull out your phone right now. Uh, Those of you who are part of our community, you can check in to let us know you're here. If you are brand new to our community, this is a really easy way. You can give us your email, your phone number, whatever you're comfortable with. We'd love to follow up. I get all the contact info and I reach out to people Within the week. So, we'd love to just connect with you, hear more of your story, and be able to help you connect with us. Um, There are two very tangible things for our community before we get back to celebration generosity that I wanted to put on your radar. The first is that we've been doing this Tuesday night group to connect anybody who's new. If you are new here to this theater, uh, we just moved across the street couple weeks ago, which has been really fun. We've been uh, gathering up a bunch of new friends, faces, and on Tuesday nights, we've been sharing a meal together right here at the theater. So we meet here at 6.30 p.m. We're done by about 8.30, and it's uh, a group that you can just drop into. So if you haven't been joining us, if you'd like to join us this Tuesday, great way to meet me. We've got a couple of leaders there, and we've got a new small group that's going to start on Tuesdays. So uh, Gospel in the City, and then the one other thing to put on your radar, because we're just we got so much going on. This is fun. Uh, we, have, we have lots of fun things happening. This happens to be the 10-year anniversary of when our church, Community Christian Church, Lincoln Park, launched 10 years ago. So on the 22nd, Woo! yes. We are not celebrating that today. We are celebrating generosity. Uh, But in two weeks' time, on the 22nd, we're going to be gathering, and we've got Eric Metcalf, who was the pastor that planted the church, um, the Fergusons who led the church and who are still here, a part of the church, obviously. And then uh, Jenna and I, we're all going to get up. We're going to swap some stories. We'll have some fun. Awards, I think, Uh, do some fun things with that for those who've been a part of our church for a long time. And we especially want to note to you if you have any photos, if you've been a part of our community, any photos from the last 10 years, I think we want to do a huge photo blast. So you're going to get an email from me this week. We're going to gather up a bunch of photos and we're going to share a lot of stories and celebrate on the 22nd. Okay, let me bring you back to why we are here this morning. This morning, we are doing this thing called Celebrate Generosity. You heard from Dave Ferguson, our founding and lead pastor. That 15 years ago, 15 years ago, community counterintuitively, as a church, a collection of churches across Chicagoland, said, What if we take this economic hardship and we give money away? What if we intentionally pour back out? So, this morning, um, there's gonna be an opportunity at the end of the service for everyone here to give one gift one time. Now, let me just say very intentionally if you are brand new, if this is your first Sunday, Again, welcome. Uh, it's great to have you. And I realize this can be a little intimidating. You're like, oh my goodness, the very first mo- Sunday, they are asking me for money. Uh, feel no pressure. Feel no pressure. We don't want you to feel any pressure here. But uh, one of the things we've seen consistently with this service is that by taking an intentional Sunday and inviting every person to give one gift one, ki- one time, it doesn't matter how small the gift is, it doesn't matter how large the gift gets, uh, it actually opens you up and reminds you, wow, you know what? my money has been given to me by God and is actually something that doesn't control me, but is something that I can release and give back to God. And so we've actually, as much as I want to take all the pressure off everybody, uh, we've seen that this Sunday becomes this really helpful impulse to open up that place in your heart that begins to release money. And so even if you're new, even if this is your first time with us, especially if you call this your church home, we want to encourage you before this service is done, uh, the giving is going to be open all night tonight if you need to go home and think about it. But we want to encourage you to consider what is God inviting you to give away as part of supporting these amazing partners we're going to talk about. Um, So, in order to kick us off, uh, there's going to be a video here in just a moment from our very own Eric Dorsey. Eric Dorsey's located out in Naperville. He helped start and lead this amazing prison ministry we have called Community Freedom. And uh, in just a moment, we're actually going to hear, here in our location, about a specific partner right here in Chicago uh, that's led by Cheryl that you're going to meet in just a moment called Lincoln Park Community Services. But Eric's going to tell you a little bit about how, as a whole church across Chicagoland, we contribute to local partnerships. So this is Eric.
2: Hey, community, Eric Dorsey here, and I'm thrilled to be able to represent Community Cares this year. We are praying for an outpouring of generosity, and it starts with you and with me pursuing generosity in our lives. It's a day for everyone to give one gift, one time. Our Community Cares team knows firsthand the fruit that comes from your generosity that helps us serve people in your local community. Sometimes we pursue generosity through raising money to supply backpacks for under-resourced families going back to school, or through gift mark, buying toys and making them available for families at a reduced cost. Our living undivided cohorts are pursuing racial solidarity and unity. We also pursue generosity when we give our time volunteering for community freedom in our local prisons, being generous to those who are in need, who need to know more than anything, that they are not alone. You see, we believe wholeheartedly when Jesus said, when you do this for the least of these, you do it for me. There are so many ways that Community Cares is making a difference in our local communities. And I'm excited to share that this year's celebration generosity, each location of community will be giving generously towards a local partner, restoring God's dream for the world right there in your neighborhood.
1: So like I said, in just a moment, we're going to get to hear from Cheryl, who's actually the CEO of Lincoln Park Community Services, located just down the road. You'll get to hear a little bit more from her about what they're doing. And we are so excited this year that we can actually, as a church, gather up and financially bless this partnership that we've been connected to for almost the whole 10 years of our church's existence. Before we tell you a little bit more about Lincoln Park Community Services, uh, you'll notice there are two other teams that we're also going to be blessing with the offering that we're gathering together this morning. Uh, One of them is the Philippine Frontline Ministries uh, that you're going to hear from in just a second. This is a partnership that communities had globally, and I have to say, you'll hear in just a minute what they're doing, it's one of the most holistic, beautiful, missions, uh, collaborations that I have personally seen. It's a series of house churches in the Philippines. I think there's 36. And these house churches have been feeding those who are in need. They've been uh, gathering up medical services. They've been educating It's just this beautiful incarnation of what the church can be in a community over in the Philippines. The other organization that you have likely heard about if you've been around with us for a while is New Thing. New Thing is a catalyst to help churches plant other churches. Uh, I'm a part of New Thing here in Chicago. We are actively supporting and celebrating not just churches that we get to plant, but any churches that get planted across Chicago. We actually need more churches. And so in just a moment here, I want to allow you to hear from Patrick, uh, who leads New Thing, and from Rhonda, who's connected to Philippines Frontline Ministries. Um, before we do it, just a brief scriptural meditation for you. Um, there is a beautiful verse in Romans, Romans 12, 2a, that says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Do not conform, right, to find yourself surrounded, shaped by the pressures of the world, the culture, the city that you find yourself in, but be transformed, transformed by the renewing of your mind, by the spirit of God that fills you. I have personally seen over and over again that one of, I think, the deepest pulls of the city, we've been talking about this on Tuesday nights, is actually a pull towards wealth and possessions and security and stability. And yet for any of you here living in the city with me, you know one of the great challenges is that when everyone here in the city is pursuing wealth, when everyone here in the city is pursuing status, pursuing stability, pursuing safety, it means that The wealthy neighborhoods get more and more and more and more and more and more expensive. (laughs) Status gets harder and harder and harder and harder to find. And the more money you start to collect, the more you start to worry about what will happen if you can't keep making more and more and more money. So here's the wonderful news of Jesus, and here's the encouragement I think Paul is giving us in Romans. Do not conform. Do not, do not be shaped. Do not be pressured by the pull of a city that wants to tell you if you just make enough money, then you can finally be safe, comfortable, and secure. But instead, would this Sunday be a moment where you are invited into the radical act of opening up your heart, opening up your hands, and saying, God, I trust you even with my money. God, I trust you to provide all of the status, all of the safety all of the security that I need. And in this small but important way, I wanna give my resources back to you. We're gonna have an opportunity to do that in just a moment, but before we do, let me introduce you to Patrick and Rhonda who are gonna talk about New Things and Philippines Frontlines.
3: I'm Patrick O'Connell and I'm blessed to serve as the global director for New Thing. Sometimes people ask me what New Thing even is and I usually tell them, well, New Thing works really hard to plant churches just like community for people just like you, and we do that all over the world. And you may not know this, but new things started right here at Community. In 2005, we began planting churches one at a time, partnering with a few church plants across the country. Flash forward 18 years later, and now new thing is 22,800 churches strong in over 64 countries. It's been amazing, amazing to see what God has done in such a short time. And all of that could not have happened without Celebration Generosity. Community, you have made generosity a priority, and I want to say thank you. Through your gift at Celebration Generosity, New Thing is able to plant more churches, coming alongside more church planters in places like France and in Cuba and in Ukraine and right here in Chicagoland. New Thing is able to coach networks of church leaders literally across the world, teaching them to work together, to pray together, to be on mission together as friends on mission helping them reproduce the mission in others. And that results in more and more people in places just like this finding their way back to God. People like Greg. Greg is a leader in France who we met and who has been faithfully planting churches. But Greg's big dream is to plant churches throughout the Francophone world, that's the French-speaking world. Now, thanks to our partnership with Greg, we, New Thing, have the opportunity to come alongside French-speaking leaders in places like North Africa and West Africa and the Caribbean. Thanks, community, for prioritizing generosity so that we can help leaders like Greg help more people find their way back to God.
4: Hey, community. My name is Rodalyn Dayo, and I serve as the head of communications and development here at Philippine Frontline Ministries. Here at Frontline, we are committed to church planting, Compassionate Ministries to reach out to the poor, education and social enterprise, all of which work together to create Christ-centered communities that transform lives. We have been honored to be a partner of Community ever since the first ever Celebration Generosity 15 years ago. Community, you have been a leader in generosity, and for that we are so grateful. And we know that leading generously is not something that just one person can do. It takes all of us working together, leading by example, to truly make that difference. Like your pastor, Dave Ferguson, likes to say, if leadership is influence, then we are all leaders. Sometimes leading requires taking a leap of faith. As many of you know, that certainly happened here at Frontline. We purchased land and a new building for our school, Frontline Christian Academy, and leading in that way required great perseverance as the pandemic put most of our plans on pause. We prayed very fervently for God to get us through that hardship. Friends, I am happy to say that God has led us through that trial and the school is now doing well. Our faith has been rewarded in so many ways. Just since the pandemic, we've been able to rescue six new children and bring them into our FTC orphanage. And we've seen several graduate high school. We've been able to reestablish our feeding programs and our hospital outreaches. And we have seen exponential growth in our house church ministry. When we are generous, we can join God in supplying what others need. And that is what Celebration Generosity is all about. Supporting the amazing work being done right here in the Philippines. And it happens when we step out in faith and lead in generosity.
1: You feeling it just a little bit with me? That sort of swelling excitement that you could contribute to something bigger than just ourselves, bigger than even what God is doing right here in Lincoln Park. Every time I see footage from the Philippines, it kind of grips me and makes me remember, oh yeah, there is so much life and so much need going on beyond our city, and how incredible that we could be partners that we can contribute, that even the resources we have could go towards those needs. But uh, I am here with the exciting encouragement that it's not just the Philippines, it's not just this incredible work New Thing's doing with church planting. Uh, Right here in Lincoln Park, for about the last 10 years, Cheryl and I were talking beforehand, um, one of the things that happened when Eric Metcalf planted this church was that we wanted to look for local partnerships, those who were doing really intentional, holistic, integrative work to meet tangible needs right here in the city. And I would suggest that I think Lincoln Park Community Services might be one of the best holistic rehabilitative services that are being offered to the homeless population right here in Chicago. And so in order to hear more about it, I wanted to first invite B Mounts up, who many of you know. B is our volunteer coordinator. So she has been leading the charge. She's been reaching out to small groups, especially. She connects us. We often are sharing meals. We try to do it once a month over at Lincoln Park Community Services. So B going to come on up. And then if you could help me give a warm welcome to Cheryl, the CEO of Lincoln Park Community Services. They're going to talk a little bit more. So <laughs> round of applause.
5: Well, thank you so much for being here. Um, A lot of you guys have heard me talk about LPCS before if you've been around. So I know a lot of people in our congregation are familiar with you guys or have served with me there. But can you just tell us in a little more detail about what exactly LPCS's mission is? Absolutely.
6: Can you hear me? All right. Well, what you don't know is that you have given the microphone to a PK. And for those of you who don't know, uh, that's a preacher's kid. So I always have uh, a lot to say when we're talking about service. So thank you, B, and thank you, Pastor, for having me today. Well, Lincoln Park Community Services has been around for 38 years, and they, too, were founded by four faith communities in the Lincoln Park area. And what we do every single day is help individuals who are experiencing homelessness or those who are on the verge of experiencing homelessness. And so we have two locations, two physical locations, one in Lincoln Park, which is right down the street from uh, DePaul University. And I know Darian, who's here, is gonna be over there volunteering. Um, And we also have one in Old Town, Old Town uh, right here at Sedgwick and North Avenue. And so we have interim housing there where individuals are able to stay for up to 120 days. It's not cut in stone. We've had people there for 200 days, uh, some more. But we work with individuals who are on their journey. And when we talk about that, it really means that we accept individuals where they are And we make sure that uh, when they come to us, we are providing everything that they need. So sometimes people come to us and they are fleeing domestic violence with the clothes on their back. Other times they've been kicked out of their homes because they've come out of the closet. Other times they are running from trafficking or they've had some experience that has put them in that situation, but we don't judge. We make sure if you need identification, it's the first thing that we do for you. If you need to be in a treatment program, we're gonna make sure that you are getting the services that you need so that uh, you can become more stable. That also includes employment, and it also uh, includes making sure that your mental health, uh, we're getting services to you, because if you are suffering from homelessness, it's some sort of trauma. So it's it's what we do every single day, Bea. Yeah,
5: that's amazing. I know you guys do great work over there and do long-term work and short-term work with the residents. So we're just you know thankful for you guys helping our community out. I know you spoke to this a little bit already, but what like specific problems are you guys trying to address, or what goals are you guys trying to achieve at LPCS?
6: Yes. Well, what we're seeing more is and more are the challenges around mental health. Um, Every single person that has come to us typically has uh, some level of mental health challenges. Some are more severe than others. And uh, that's where we talk about meeting people where they really are because um, what I may need is different than what you may need. And so our team of professionals uh, that work, we're there 24 hours a day, seven days a week, um, are making sure that we're talking to you about your specific need and mapping out a plan that's going to help you change your life in a way that's going to help you get closer uh, to that permanent housing. That's the ultimate goal for us, is to get you off of the streets, into the care that you need, and uh, do this long-term. And what we have found is that when individuals are participating in that case management, they get the wraparound services, they're able to stay in their homes much longer than someone who has not. Uh, Most of the folks that come to us, um, you know, we can say today, this is the number of people that we've gotten housed. But a bigger measurement for us is, how long were they able to stay in that housing? Have they been there two years, five years? 10 years, that's how we know how much this investment up front has been successful.
5: Yeah. That's amazing because I know a lot of places don't do that individualized attention and really work case by case, so that is really incredible. Um, so how will all of the funds that we're raising today at Celebration Generosity and through community help you guys further your mission
6: and continue to help you address those problems? Well, thank you very much for that question, because there is no day where we are not making an investment uh, in our guest. So I had the great fortune of coming to Lincoln Park uh, Community Services just two years ago. When I came, we we had a high mark of 409 people that we had served annually. At the end of the first year, we had served over 2,200. And at the end of June, which is ending our fiscal year, we had over 3,400 people that were served. So we can't do that, however, without not only the generosity of people in the community, but we need volunteers. And so volunteers are able to help us in so many ways, not only preparing meals, but we have classes that can be taught in life skills, how to prepare a meal, how to live independently. You have to remember that many people are coming from encampments where they're not accustomed to being in their own place. So even something uh, as simple as you know how to put away trash. You know, you don't just chuck it to the side. You got to walk and put it in a trash can. You know, we had um, in, I think, one of the first years, um, there was a gentleman who um, we got called from the landlord where he was staying because there were about three feet of suds on the floor oh, gosh. and it was because he had put dishwashing liquid um, in the dishwasher <laughs> oh, and yeah. so you know some simple things yeah. like that we might take for granted right. but someone who has never had to uh, do those things on their own need help mm-hmm. so, all of the resources go towards care, whether it is providing the actual food, making sure that there are case management services, or when we get uh, people a job. We get a lot of clothing uh, that's donated to us, but you know, if we have someone who is going to a construction site, Typically, no one has donated steel toe boots. You know, we've got to go out and we've got to make sure that those individuals have exactly what they need uh, for their job. We also assist individuals when they're moving into their homes. Of course they have nothing, um, you know, not a lamp, not a set of towels, no sheets, nothing. And so we try to put together uh, those type of care packages with cleaning products and those sorts of things. So. That's how resources are spent at Lincoln Park. Oh, that's amazing, thank you so
5: much for coming today and for sharing all of that with us and letting our community know a little bit more
6: about you guys. Can we just give a huge round of applause to Cheryl and LPCS one more time? Thank you so much, B, and thanks to everyone who has ever come to volunteer or ever thought about volunteering. <laughs> um, we'll take you any day, thank you so much.
5: Thank you.
1: Um, isn't that fun to uh, be able to hear more about in person, Cheryl, just thank you again. Um, we, are, we, we have opportunities normally through our small groups to serve at LPCS. We, we try to do it at least once a month. Coming up in November, we are going to have a team go for a special Thanksgiving serve. We've got on the calendar. We'll show that, share that date with you. But then, even as Cheryl was saying, any of you who have skills, abilities, would be interested in volunteering, we really, really love this organization and are so excited to be partnered with them. Um, so this, this is the moment that I do want to invite you to consider what God might be putting on your heart to give. Uh, I'm going to put up on the screen now two different ways to give. I want to invite everyone to take out your phone so that it doesn't seem weird. Uh, go ahead and take them out right now. Uh, Like I said, this giving is going to be open through the end of the night. So if you do need to take some time to go home to think about it, to talk, to figure out or to discern, that's more than fine. Um, But we want to encourage you. We want to encourage you in this moment. Uh, Our goal as a community here at Community Lincoln Park is to raise $15,000 today. I realize that's a huge number, although it would be as simple as everyone connected to our community giving $100. That would simply get us there, which is quite fun. Uh, It would be even simpler if 15 people in our community were able to give $1,000 each. Uh, That too would be simpler. But let me just encourage you. Let me encourage you, any gift, any gift that you give, is a gift to God, and it's going directly to these three teams. We're going to have a portion that goes directly to the Philippine Frontline Ministry. You saw the incredible work that they're doing. There's another portion that's going to go directly to planting new churches all across uh, the world, including right here in Chicago, and then another portion that's going to go directly to Lincoln Park Community Services. We're not keeping any of these funds. Uh, We're not holding any of it here in community. We are giving all of it away. All of it away. In just a moment, uh, we are, as a response... To the generosity that God has given us, we actually are going to share communion together. Um, I hope that all of you were able to get one of these cups. In fact, I do want to take just a moment. uh, We'll invite our servers, uh, Frank and Carrie and Amy and Dan. Sorry for putting you on the spot if you don't have it. If anyone needs a cup, you can go ahead and just gently raise a hand here. We'll go ahead and get these to you. Does anyone need one of these cups? Does this take you back, by the way, to COVID times? Were any of you a little bit confused? Um, here's the reason that we have the prepackaged cups for you this morning. Uh, we are about to be led in communion by Rhoda, who you met, and by M, who's part of the Philippine Frontlines ministry. But before we're led, we had one more story uh, to invite you to hear of the incredible work that Community Cares is doing over in our local prison systems. Uh, and I want to introduce you to Tarkas, who uh, just as of recently as this last year was incarcerated and who found his way back to God through the incredible work that Community Cares is doing. So go ahead and listen in.
7: My name is Tarkus Hamlin. I'm from East St. Louis, Illinois, and I've been attending Community Freedom for almost a year now. I grew up in poverty, um, crime infested, drug infested, gang infested. At an early age, I was on the streets. Uh, I was kicked out the house, at 10 after my little sister passed and I was forced to survive on the streets of East St. Louis. The first time I actually got arrested and was locked up was I was 15 years old. We was going from different stores, from different gas stations and robbing them. The Illinois State Police got behind us. They shot out our tires and we crashed, got out of the rain, they shot my friend. We all got arrested. Uh, I did like six months. I was actually arrested five times, but I've been in prison 10 times because i never completed parole. Every time I get out, I'd be out for a couple of months and violate my parole. Uh, this last time in prison, the counselor came to me about this halfway house slash ministry, Bible ministry, and I was totally against it, uh, no. No, I'm not trying to be around no Bible thumpers. I'm not trying to be into the Bible. I, my 19-year-old daughter, she's 20 now, and I was talking to her, and her mom raised her in church, and she was like, Dad, I've been praying for you to find God. I was like, oh, I know God. She said, no, Daddy, I've been praying for you to find God. I mean, give it a try, Dad. What's the worst that can happen here? You don't like it, you can always go back to prison. I didn't want her looking at me like I love prison more than I love her. You know, because I know those weren't her intentions, but that's how I felt. And I was I already was feeling like, man, I'm broken. I'm, I'm messed up. Something is not right. Why do I keep coming back to prison? What is it? What is it? What's wrong with me? I was at the program for like three days, and it was like he spoke to somebody. And that night, you know, I went and I read the Bible, and I broke down. I just was like, God, man, I need help. I got to put my trust in something or somebody, and I'm not going to trust no other man. So I'm giving it to you, God. At the program I was in, they they give you a list of churches that you can attend. The very first church I went to was Community Christian, and I went in, and everybody greeted me. I'm like, okay, these people seem nice. I just felt a spiritual connection to the church. It was a flyer at the Community Christian, and it was like Community Freedom, and I was like, I want and so I'm reading it, and it's a list of things that they, that y'all were trying to assist people with. You know, the first thing caught my eyes was housing. I was like, oh, okay, Hmm, sounds good. Let me give it a try. My plan was just to go that Monday to try to get more information. But when I came that Monday, I got more than I could ever imagine. And it was like, man, this is what I've been looking for. This this is it right here. People that cares about my spiritual spirituality, my soul, not about what I did, where I've been, where I've come from, only that I'm trying to get right with God. And they want to assist me in doing that. People that's been in prison, men or women, We reach out in our own way, but sometimes we're too proud to ask for help. So community freedom opens that door to where all you have to do is approach. And the Spirit of God is like moving through it where you feel it. You, You feel that these people actually care about you. These people actually care about your soul. It's not about the numbers. It's not about donations. It's not about money. It's not about none of that. They want to see you on the other side in heaven. They, They want to see you as their brothers and sisters in Christ.
4: Hi, community. It's me again, Rhoda Lindayo from Philippine Frontline Ministries, and this is my friend Em. She's been working with us for 11 years. Hi. As we celebrate today what it means to give and to be generous, it's a great reminder that no one has ever given more than God himself. God gave everything He possibly could so that you and I could experience an everlasting relationship with Him. In a few moments, we are going to remember and celebrate His generosity by receiving communion together. Let's prepare our hearts for Him. In what is probably the most recognizable verse in all of Scripture, we are reminded just how much God gave.
6: In John 3.16,
4: we read, For this is how God loved the world, He gave His one and only Son so that everyone who believes in Him will not perish but have eternal life. In this moment, we remember the generosity of our Father, and we remember the selfless sacrifice of Jesus. Let's receive the bread, His body broken for us, and the cup his blood shed for us. Would you pray with me? Father, we thank you for your generosity. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your faithfulness to our lives. And Jesus, we thank you for the sacrifice. We thank you for what you did on the cross. Thank you for redeeming us with your blood. And we pray that... uh, Not only today, not only when we take communion would we remember, uh, but that we would remember every day how much you love us and how much you've given for us. And we praise you. We pray that our lives would glorify you. And we pray that each and everyone who's in the congregation today and whoever's watching this video would be blessed. Thank you for everything you've done and for who you are. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.